Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Thank you, Jay, and greetings to everyone. Let's talk freedom, shall we? That is an awesome word. It's a great word, folks. And as we talk about freedom, listen to this text from Romans 6, verses 16 through 18, written to the Christian. Paul says, Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey? You are that one slave whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness. But God bethink that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. Set free from sin. Oh, that is a beautiful phrase. Only through Christ is it possible, and our obedience unto Christ does Christ grant it to us. But let's ask a question today. How were they set free? And are there other things of which we are set free spiritually? Don't miss this study today. Let's look at it momentarily. But first, our J-Web has a very special study in which you may be interested. Jay? Leadership in any area of life is important, and it is especially true with God and His church. The International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a study titled Developing Leadership. It is comprised of one booklet, 13 lessons, and again, it is free. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Leadership. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 And please leave your name, address, and just say, Leadership. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information. Name, address, and type, Leadership. We'll send it right away. We trust this study of leadership will be of help to you. Now, let's go back to Jeff. To be set free from sin. We submit to you that truth sets one free from sin. In John eight thirty one and 32, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. When we know the truth and obey the truth, as in believing and abiding, we shall be free. From our lesson text of Romans six sixteen through 18 They were free individuals. But let's back up for a moment to see how they were freed. You know, I love to take a text and start working within context. Many times you can take verses and start backing up, and you learn of what brought them to where they are. So, where they are in Romans 6, 16-18, let's back up. In Romans 6, verses 14 and 15, Because of God's grace, they were free. Well, this is affirmed in Titus 2, beginning with verse 11, 
that the grace of God that brings salvation hath appeared unto all men, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. God's grace is a teaching grace to teach us what to deny and what to accept. And of course, in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, Paul reminding those Christians, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And so it's because of God's grace these folks were free. In Romans 6 and verse 13, we learn that they yielded themselves, or they chose to present themselves unto God. Paul affirms this in Galatians 2.20 when he says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. They yielded themselves unto God. They chose to present themselves unto God. How were they free? In Romans 6 and verse 12, we are affirmed that sin no longer reigns in their life because Christ is now the one that reigns in their life. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, 1 Timothy 6 and verse 15. And Christ, I should be more accurate in saying, reigns in their lives and will reign in our lives. Backing up to Romans 6 and verse 11, how were they free? Well, we are reminded that they are now alive unto God. And you know, that's just like the Ephesians in Ephesians 2 and verse 1. And you hath he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. In verses 8 through 10, it reminds us how they are free. Paul affirms if we are dead with Christ, but we're raised with Christ, we now live unto God. And then we back up into Romans 6 and verse 7. How were they freed? Paul says that they were free from sin, and we are dead. Okay, dead from what? Dead from sin. Sin no longer buries their souls. The soul, the soul, if you will, the soul has overcome sin through the death of Christ in obedience to His will. Now, how is all of this possible? Again, how are they able to be dead from sin? How are they able to be alive unto God? How is it possible that sin no longer reigns in their lives? How were they able to yield themselves or present themselves unto God? And how were they able to be free due to God's grace to where the summary was that they were slaves of righteousness? Well, we keep backing up, folks. Let's go to Romans 6 and verse 1, and let's read through verse 6. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man of sin is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Again, an emphasis in verse 6. Let me get that accurate. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, 
that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth, or from now on, we should not serve sin. That is how all of that was made possible. The obedience to the truth sets one free from sin. How were they slaves of righteousness? They were obedient to the gospel of Christ. And is it not beautiful to read in Romans 6, 1 through 6, how that baptism is a beautiful parallel of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ? We are dead in sin, so we bury the old man, and we're raised to walk in newness of life, just like Jesus died on the cross, was buried, and resurrected. Yes, dear friends, truth sets one free from sin when one is obedient to the truth. Let's ask another question. Set free from sin. Truth will set us free from the law. A basic teaching of the Bible is the distinction between the Old and New Covenants or the Old and New Testaments. How can we rightly divide this word? Is that not what Paul tells Timothy in 2 Timothy 2 and verse 15? To study, to show himself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, Timothy had the scriptures, the Old Testament scriptures at that time. But don't forget that teaching about the church and of Christ was affirmed by the power of the Holy Spirit, the laying on of the apostles' hands, the miracles that were brought forth to affirm, to affirm, shall we say, the word of God, Hebrews 2, 1 through 3. Now, due to our time of our broadcast, let's consider very quickly. Deuteronomy chapter 5, 1 through 3 teaches us that the law, the old law, the law of Moses, was given to Israel, the covenant made in Horeb. It was made with us, as Moses stated, that is, Israel. But in Jeremiah 31, 31 through 34, we read of the prophecy of a new covenant. And this covenant would come, and through Christ it did come, as we see in Hebrews 8, 6 through 13. Galatians chapter 3, verses 22 through 25 is a beautiful description of how the old covenant was our schoolmaster or tutor to bring us unto Christ, and how now we are under Christ, we're no longer under that schoolmaster. Christ took care of that law at the cross. We see this in Colossians 2 and verse 14 and Ephesians 2, 14 through 17. The Old Testament served its purpose as the law for those under it, and it also serves as an example to us who are not under that law today, but rather under Christ and the New Testament. We learn of these examples from Romans 15, 4 and 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 11. Dear friends, we trust our study of salvation and rightly dividing the Word of God will prompt further study on your part. And with that said, before we end, R.J. Webb has a free Bible course we offer. Listen to Jay. Kind listeners, the International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a Bible study course by mail so you may study in the privacy of your own home. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say, I want the home study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Please send the home study. We'll send it as soon as possible. 
Thanks always for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. Folks, as we depart today, there is no greater freedom than freedom in Christ. We want to continue our studies in this area, so always join us on the International Gospel Hour and how thankful we are that truth will set us free. Join me next time. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God, but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh